And welcome back. I'm Mike with another edition of the Turntable Teachers. Hope everyone's having a good summer so far and a great 4th of July. I am here with a very special guest. This is a brand new segment. Uh, I know the last episode that we had, we had two guests. That was technically a show and tell. So this is our first guest speaker episode and it's featuring an artist. So this is the first artist we've had on the show. This is a good friend of mine back from high school who is really making some waves, or trying to at least, and my opinion, successfully doing it. Uh, this is B-Leafs, and we welcome B-Leafs to the show. How you doing, B? Good, man. Appreciate you having me on. Awesome, dude. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you about this brand new album that he just dropped back, was it January, I believe, correct? When you uh, dropped it? When? February. February, okay. So, so newish, like last couple months then. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about the album. Uh, this is a good one, guys, so stay tuned. Any, like old school underground rap fans of the show this is going to be this is going to be a treat for you guys <laughs> definitely a hidden gem here for anybody so i used to i used to uh go to high school with brent uh with, with b here brian yep. yeah so we used to play some ball together this is this is crazy so how this all kind of happened how this all so weeks ago i was going to get a new car and i haven't seen when was the last time i even saw you it's been a few years man i mean probably since high school probably or right after right after right so I was getting a new car, and so I got the email from you, uh, whatever, like after I put an inquiry about the car, and I was like, Brian Mitchell. I was like, <laughs> I know him. Where do I know? And then uh, I was like, holy crap, Brian <laughs> Mitchell from high school. And then, like I said, then we had that conversation about, you know, like you said, uh, the two of us, you know, having a, like a big passion for music, and then you said you, you know, you made music, and I was like, oh, I have to hear this, or that you made produce. So then you sent me a song. Okay, and the song you sent me was Reganomics, correct? Yeah. And that was with Elzai. Yep. And I, so anybody that's any like underground hip hop junkies of the podcast, uh, Elzai is a Detroit rapper who I can't remember the goddamn name of his album from. I'd have to take a look, uh, figure out which what, what the album was called, but it's back in 2016. He dropped a really good album that I used to listen to quite a bit, and uh, oh, it was Lead Poison. That was the album. And when I saw you had Elzai on it, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no way. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, 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 it just kind of went from there. And then I see some of these other artists that you have on here, and it blew my mind. Because who else is on that Elzai track? It's on uh, the Reganomics. Large Professor. Large Bull. Then my go and yeah. Talk about <laughs> a Nas fan. So I mean, this is, I'm going to jump to this, I guess. <laughs> how is it to work with a guy? So how, first of all, how did that even, interaction even happen? So anyone that doesn't really know, Large Professor did a ton of work on Illmatic with Nas, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, and being such a Nas fan that you are, how in the world did a collaboration with a guy like Large Professor come about? Like, how did you how did you swing that? <laughs> it's actually a pretty crazy story because originally uh, I was supposed to have Core Mega on that track, and we were trying to fill a spot, and he was like. All right, I'm gonna see what I can do for you and shit. No <laughs> So way. I'm like, all right, like, you know, that'd be cool if you could hook me up with somebody. I don't know who it's gonna be. He calls me back, he's like, Yeah, got Lodge Professor. I'm like, what the fuck? That's insane. I was so pumped. Well you you got Cormega on a track though too. I didn't did. You? So originally he was gonna be on Reganomics and then and uh, we ended up Cormega's doing a different on, track instead. Yeah, he's um, on which track? He's on Cormega? Cormega, which track uh, the is he on? The cloth. Oh, okay. Uh, him and uh, Dark Low. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. He's on the cloth. Yep. And uh, yeah. So yeah. So that's that's insane that he got. So Cormega was essentially. Well, then how'd you get in, get in touch with Cormega? Because he's like another like big name in the underground rap scene. I just emailed him some beats, and I was like, bro, I would like die to get you on my album, man. Like I'm a huge fan and shit. And like, he was down. Wow. So it's funny. I, I, so I, I had actually pitched Cormega Reaganomics with Elzai already on it. Okay. So I said, you know, here's. Here's, here's track. Here's, here's, here's some other beats. Like, let me know what you think. And like, he was about. So it. you just got his email and you just sent him your shit and you're right. just like, here you go. And you, what was your thought process at that point? Were you like, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe not won't hear from this guy. Or like, what, what did you think about when? I mean, yeah, with somebody as ill as Cormega, like in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, it's probably not gonna happen. Like, and then he hits either, you back. either I can't afford him or he probably doesn't even know who I am. So, will I even get an email from him? You know, it's right? Like, that, that's 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 my point. I'm yeah. like thinking to myself, like if I was in your shoes, like I would just be like, is this guy even gonna like respond to my email? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. 
And luckily he did. And he's like, he's actually one of like the nicest people like I've ever worked with. Cormega's like a stand up dude for sure. No kidding. Yeah, he's a nice, he's a nice that's, person. That's man. really cool. He hooked it up with Large Pro. He didn't have to do that. Like, no, I know. You know? Like that's that's, my thing. that's crazy. Well, when I yeah, like I said, this the track you sent me was with Elzai, and then the it's like a couple other guys are on that as well. It's uh, I can't remember the again off the top of my head. On uh, Reganomics. Yeah, who's also on Reganomics? Um, M dot. And Raul Raskas is on that too. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yep. So Raskas is on that one as well. And but it's funny. So large professor name is at like the very end. So I'm like looking. I'm like Elzai. That's crazy. Raskas. Okay, I've I've heard of him. And then I hadn't heard the other guy. And then M dot. Yeah, 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 I, had, yeah. I hadn't heard of him. And then I saw large professor's name at the end, and I'm like, no way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's wild, man. <laughs> that's absolutely crazy. Basically, Cormega hooked up. The large professor feature, and he hooked up the dark low feature too. And so he got you the dark was, low uh, one. Part it's three. crazy, man. That's that's really cool. Yeah, that's 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 really shout dope. out Cormega, man, for sure. Yeah, Cor- Cormega's a, a legend in his own right, for oh. sure. Dude, crazy. So you also got uh, some other artists you got on here. Well, I want to talk about a bit. So you got Raekwon and Styles P, which is crazy to me. Like any yep. any rap fans see that? I mean, those I think they're like the two. I think the three or four heavy hitters you have on here would be like your first tiers are like Styles P, Raekwon. Obviously, I mean, that's Wu-Tang. You know what I mean? Styles P's been a legend in this game for anybody that likes underground rap. Like I used to listen, grow up listening to Styles P all the time. Yeah. Like all the time. Him and Jada? For yeah. sure, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jada Kiss, Styles P, AZ, like that whole oh, camp, yeah. essentially. Uh, and then you also had, like I said, Large Professor and then... Uh, oh, and then uh, Planet Asia as well, which is uh, we'll talk about that. Tra- I want to talk about that track a little bit later. Hell yeah! But um, talk talk me through like, so how'd you get Raekwon and Styles P? Like this is insane. You got like you have a member of Wu Tang on your album. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, man. I actually got those through an A and R. Okay. Um, M eighty, who's worked with Wu Tang. So he, you know, he's like, I got verses like laying around. Let me know. Like I'm like, all right, I'll I'll inquire. I'll see what's up and. And I got the acapellas, and I had to make beats out of the acapellas, which was, like, it was a process because, like, making them fit the beat sometimes can be hard. Okay. When you have no baseline of, like, what, yeah. <laughs> you know? No, absolutely. That makes sense. <laughs> how, so how long, roughly, does it take you to make a beat? Like, how long um, would you say, or does it depend upon, like, It depends. Know? At this point, I feel like I've been doing it for so long, it probably takes, like, a half hour. No kidding. Um, so what you just stick like a like a like a drum line or whatever, or like some kind of bass line with the and then you know just a couple uh, of hi hats and I mean like yeah, like, just draw some drums out or I'll play them on the some, keyboard and then or I'll do like a drum break if I find like a cool like drum break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I just like load a sample up from either like a sample pack or YouTube or vinyl or sure. wherever I find it, and I uh, just chop it up and lay it down. It's, That's awesome. It's not it's so a half an hour, huh? Yeah, I mean, once you, after you've been chopping beats for a while, you just kind of, it's just easy to chop. You just kind of do it right in one take and just. No, it makes sense. It's, yeah. Well, that, that's cool, man. Hell yeah. How many, how many beats do you think you, you have in like the, so if you say it makes, takes you a half an hour, how many are you just kind of like storing away? <laughs> Cause like I got another friend uh, of mine who's definitely will be coming on the show at some point. Hopefully like, uh, shout out 918, my boy, J, my boy J-Rod. Uh, I've been in the studio with him recently. I don't, I don't do you know any familiar with 918 J my uh, at all? You know, no, not check sure. him out. Anybody that's not on the on the podcast, he'll probably be another guy that a local guy we'll probably try to have on the show for sure. Uh, he's up and coming too. He's got some. He's really talented, and he he sings. He does music. Uh, writes his own stuff, produces, and does all the instruments. So anyway, but I had him. He was in the studio. I was in the stu- his studio with him, just listening to some of his stuff. Yeah, and he's got like a ton just in. You know, in his pocket. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, this is un- it was un- he played me some stuff. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, in my opinion, better than the stuff he has out. So as far as you goes, is that similar with you? Do, like, do you have a bunch yeah, of things kind sure, of in the back? Yeah, like I mean, even from just, I mean, making. I'd say I started getting good at making beats when I was probably like, uh, probably 19 or 20. Okay, so you still have some. So I had I made a lot of beats when I first started too. That I have on my old laptop that I don't really send out. But honestly, a lot of the beginning beats were like better than my newer beats. It's crazy. Like No kidding. Like I I just it was different back then. So, uh, something I don't know. I don't know exactly why, but I got some gems from back in the day from early on. And uh I, I'm sitting on a lot of those. Probably gonna use some of those for the next like old school hip hop album. Okay. 
and then I mean my new computer I probably got like at least like 800 maybe a thousand beats so I'm sitting on like a good amount now nah, wow that's crazy yeah 800 I try to make at least a beat a day okay so some days I get kind of caught up and shit but I mean you know and if I'm off I'll probably make like four or five beats that day no so. kidding yeah so yeah so you're at that point where Over you're kind of like, bang, you're like banging them out and you're like alright this is going in the archives yep. and um I kinda, you- it's cool on the Mac like um so for a file like you can assign a color so I kind of have like all my beats like color coded in the folder like these oh, no. are this type of beat these are this type of beat so I, when I'm sending beats to artists I kind of know all right, I'm going to send this dude the purple ones, or this dude's going to get the the green ones, or whatever, you know? Yeah, cause, yeah. well, it's funny you say, like, because yeah. I know you're an old-school hip-hop head, and you can hear a lot of that on your on your album mm-hmm. uh, that we'll talk about, The Horizon, which, guys, I'm telling you, like, this this album's really good. Um, not even being biased, like, I was stunned, to be honest with you, when I, my first time through it, I was like, this is crazy. Uh, but, I, but I felt like, as well, with some of those old-school influences and sounds you also had like more like even some really modern sounds like you had some more like cloud and some cloud and um like modern space rap sort of like almost like that new wave of new york like that maybe like the asap mob like you had some of those influences i felt like as well and then you had some like nice even smooth jazzy production like some nice keys and some nice horns and things like that so i felt like even though in your arsenal probably more of a old school hip hop head you yep. you were able to like put some refining touches on the production absolutely that i felt like made it it's it, it's it's modernized it doesn't it doesn't sound dated put it that way yep uh, yeah i mean old school is my favorite shit to make it's my favorite shit to listen to but at the end of the day like you're I recognizing mean, you got to yeah. you got to move with with the times a little bit at least and uh, mm-hmm. and i don't know man like you can make dope music that's modern you can make dope music that's old school like there's so many different ways to just make music i'm not trying to like stick to one specific sound like i appreciate producers that do if you got like an undeniable sound like sure just roll with that if you're mike will made it or if you're like one of these one um or like one of those guys jay dilla like somebody like a lot of people just had like their sound sound. and and they always had that sound yeah which is dope, but or like I mean, Metro Boomin. I feel like when you yeah. hear a Metro Boomin beat before you, even, you're like, okay, that's Metro Boomin. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like one of those things. And I love that. But personally, man, I just like everything. So I'm, I'm gonna make the the boom bap. I'm gonna make the modern. I'm gonna make like the R and B. I'll do whatever. Like I just love music in general. Yeah. I'm not trying to stay one one lane. You know. So. Which is great, and I think that that's a good message for anybody in doing anything, yeah. not even just music. Yeah. So hell, hell yeah, man, I, I love it. So. In terms of who was like your favorite artist to work with on the project? So you said a lot of these guys sent in. So you have, I mean, like I said, you have like basically a lot of these heavy hitters that we talked about, like Styles P, I, Cormega, Raekwon, Large Professor. I mean, the list goes on. Some of the Planet Asia, but then you have uh, some local guys as well. Uh, there's some up and coming guys, and then some guys like right in the middle. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about. Who did you work with personally? Like, did you work with anybody in studio or did everybody send you beats? I mean, excuse me, send you verses. No, a couple I worked with. So I was in the lab with um, Suriel. Okay. Shout out Suriel, man. He's uh, And he's on highs and lows. He's on highs and lows. Yeah, yeah. And we got a couple more tracks in the stash. Um, but he is like one of the nicest artists I've ever heard. He's actually local. I think he's, he's out in... Uh, or is he at Lynn right now? He's Lynn. Okay. So uh, he, you know, he's just killing it, man. That's great. And it's funny. This is the funniest part because, like, <laughs> I met you, like, again through the car industry and shit. And, and you met him the same thing. So when I, when I was on the floor <laughs> selling cars, like, not in the internet department. Yeah. Um, he just happened to be my customer. No way. And, uh, and he was like, and I don't even know, man. We were waiting to get numbers from, like, the manager, and I was just sitting there with him, and he's like, yeah, man, I make music. I'm like, no way, I make beats. He was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, so Match he, he was like, yeah, like, look me up and stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'll look him up. And, like, I've never heard anyone, like, really, really good from around here, so I was kind of like, yeah, hey, I mean, I'll give him a shot, but it's, you know. That's how I feel. It's, it's kind of one of those things where, like, I've yeah. heard a hundred rappers from around here, and they're all not that great. So, but whatever, I'll give it a shot for sure. And I listened, and I was like, wow. I actually really fuck with this. Yeah, that's he's how like a super it, yeah. nice kid. Yeah. 
a good person and shit. So I mean, yeah, I was like, yo, we got to work. Like, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, that's how I felt too because it's it's crazy to me because a guy like like Millie's, for example. Yeah, he, Millie's dope. He's great, and his verse on by the way, it's probably my favorite track, one of my favorite tracks on your album, by the way, exclusive. I don't want to like jump right to the album, but oh, appreciate it. I mean, yeah, that that's one of my favorites, and a guy like Millie's being from Cambridge, I feel like he's somebody that hopefully I hopefully could break through and be that Boston artist that like we stable. Cause I feel like we don't have in rap, especially we don't have an artist. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, and, and I feel you on that for sure. Joyner Lucas is, is making waves I yeah. and he's, I know he's a warm Worcester guy, but it's, it's funny to me now listening to as many listening to your album that there is talent around here. I think so it's, much talent. Bro. I just think people don't realize it. I mean, like someone like you, who, like you said, you're from you're from Danvers, Massachusetts, the, the suburbs of the of North Bo- like of the North Shore, of Massachusetts, the right. north of Boston. Like, for you to make something like this, nobody, I don't think anybody would suspect you're from North Shore, Massachusetts, with this type of album. You <laughs> for know sure, that, bro. For you sure. Know? So yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people being around here, like. They don't. They think the same thing. I'm from Danvers, Massachusetts. I could never fucking make it. Right. And I have I have friends that are amazing with beats, from from Danvers too. But like, you know, sometimes people just don't take it as serious because they think, well, I'm not gonna actually like make it, make it. There's not gonna be that so one a lot of I'm people get, like yeah. just do it as fun. But like, like I really believe that like I'm gonna make it. And you have to have that mindset if if you're gonna make it. Right. You can't make it and not believe you're gonna make it. You oh, of course. I mean? Yeah, yeah. You have to have. <laughs> If you don't have confidence in yourself, how can anybody else have confidence in you? Absolutely. Yeah, that's so true, man. That's that's crazy facts. And it's tough, man. It's a lot of money to put into to this, but like if you really think you're gonna make it, it doesn't you matter. Invest. You put in whatever has to go in. You invest into it. No, that's with anything in life. Like, <laughs> yeah. You have to make the investment, and if if you truly believe in it, you're gonna make the investment to to be the best you can possibly be at it. And absolutely. That, and, that, and that's I think that's important because even if you fall flat on your face, dude. Like, would you rather that than not even trying? And some people would say no. 100%. But yeah, I think the right mindset is exactly that. 100%. If, even if I fall flat on my face or this never gets to where I hope it could be, I, I tried. I gave it my everything. And Absolutely. And if it, if it you know, if no, it floats, for, it floats. Sure. And if it yeah, sinks, I mean, it sinks. It's just... You don't want to live with that regret. No, definitely not. Because I've seen people live with that regret. They didn't follow their dream, and you know, and, yeah. and they got stuck with a nine to five that they hated, and right, then, right, and it's like you kind of wonder why some old people are so miserable. It's like, yeah, because they didn't follow their dream, and now they're old, just you know, yeah. <laughs> like you know what, who, what was I doing? Yeah, no, it's true, man. <laughs> you know who I listen to a lot? I don't know if uh, Gary V on. I'm sure everybody listens to him, but or like yeah. sees him on Instagram. I need to listen to more him, but I've seen him on Instagram a lot. Very, sure. yeah. Like he talks about that all the time, and like how us being in our twenties is like. Anybody that's in their late teens or like early twenties, like even early late twenties, even like you don't understand that you're in like prime of your life and that you have so many like these are the, this is like the time to try things, to go travel, go to that country you've been wanting to go to, go see you know yeah go to go try that job out that or that career path out that you people are telling you is the wrong thing to do like these are the these are the times to try these things while we're young and why like we don't have as much like responsibility or as much yeah and we have the energy and we have the youth to go and do it i mean i don't know i i think you're right like some people they bow out of what they really want to truly do oh too uh, early it's and it's insane because like the people that did anything in the world were the ones that did something that everyone told them not to do. Right. Oh, 100%. Like, everyone yes. that did something insane. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> so true. It really is. And like, it's like, yeah. and that and that's what separates you from, from the pack. You got to be somebody that doesn't care. And just, you, you know what you have to do in life and you do it. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's so true. And for me, like, like I realized my passion was teaching and, and coaching. And I love what I do. And, like, I would never, I don't regret doing what I did, but... Something doing like starting like this podcast and music, like I've always wanted to blog or do some kind of something with music because I like I'm I was always one of those people that growing up and like when I was in college and when I was lived with friends and things like that, like I was the one like okay like we know Scarfo like if we're gonna have like people over or have a party or something like we're on a long car ride like Scarfo's got the playlist like we understand that you know it's like <laughs> I was that person for so long and I'm like why don't I. And I see all these people like starting YouTube pages like or, you know, whatever, like reviewing music and things like that. And I'm like, 
I think I can do that. I think I know enough about music and I have enough passion about music that I can do this. But it was one of those things, like you said, like maybe one thing might even been opportunity. And the other thing is more or less like, yeah, I, I didn't want to take that risk at first. And this is something I've been in the works for me for th- three, four years that I've been thinking about doing something like this. Yep. And eventually it took me meeting Cody and us to kind of be like, whoa, like, yeah, we could do something like this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. so, you know, I almost started a blog years ago, but it didn't because out of that same thing. But then I thought to myself, like when we, when we started figuring this whole podcast out, it was like, yeah, why not try it? Yeah. It's the worst thing that happens. Exactly. You don't, you don't like it or something and you move on if, you know, if it happens. Or if it doesn't work, yeah, you move on. Right? Yeah. You try something different. Yeah. But you always got to be willing to, you know, push your boundaries and do something that maybe is uncomfortable, not only personally, but like if, you know, if other people are uncomfortable with it, like that's, you funny. can't let, you can't let other people's opinions stop you from doing what, what you want to do. Right. Just do your thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and not everyone in music and art and things like that. Not everyone's going to like what you do. And that's just, that's just reality of the situation as well. But it's I feel a whole like other part of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I feel like for you, it's like, and you're seeing this and I'm glad because you're seeing like positive, good, positive feedback from, like you said, from people you don't know, artists, these, these, you know, you have Cormega and style and styles P and, and, and large professor hitting you up and giving you verses and things like that. Like that's that, that means like they respect what you do and that's and that's must be a good feeling and that's like i know sometimes we don't want that like uh that vote of confidence or like sometimes we 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 like we yearn for something like that to like mm-hmm. have that you know oh that, yeah check to check that box of like, like confirmation bias or whatever that you know <laughs> yes am i doing the right thing like is this is this really working is this good because it's it's reassuring exactly no doubt exactly 100 <laughs> percent. that's awesome i uh, so again so who is it your favorite artist though to work with on the album the horizon what was like your favorite i think like so working with them in studio you said surreal but who was like maybe your 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 favorite well core mega's verse was probably the best verse on the album in my opinion okay and I think it was one of his best verses that he ever he ever wrote. So like, <laughs> he's not biased, that, by the way. To guys, have that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to have that on your project is like just a surreal feeling. Just to like look at it and be like, wow, it's my album. I got Cormega on. I got it. Cormega like, on it. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely reassuring. That's and really like, cool. <laughs> if you could have a dream song, dream scenario. You get to work with any artists that you want, alive or all time. alive or de- uh, we'll say we'll, do we'll say alive or dead. Okay. 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 Well, maybe we'll, we'll ask both. So dead, right. and then like, what is your dream going forward? Like, if you had a dream scenario for a couple years down the road, like you want this these people on this song for your album. So we'll first off, we'll start with like dead. Or deceased. Who would you well, wish you could so, have worked so with? So if, if the track could have deceased Any. people on it as well, I would probably do like a West Coast track with, uh, I mean, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. That was my favorite rapper. Bro, so, Nipsey. You know, he, that was my guy. I mean, it's it's terrible. Victory Lap's incredible. One of the best albums of all time, bro. Not even like bullshitting. I, I know people are going to think it's too soon, but like that's a classic. That's an absolute classic album. Well, From top to bottom, it's just... It's funny. It's knowledge. It is. It really is it like... Is. That's crazy. It is. It well, it's funny because Cody and I did. I uh, we did uh, list weeks for or like at the very end of uh, 2018. We did top albums and top songs, and for whatever reason, dude, I I wasn't bumping Victory Lap as much then. I don't think, and then I didn't really start really like ingratiating myself with Victory Lap because I had heard Dedication by with Kendrick, and I liked that track a lot. But I don't think I really gave it, sat with it. Like and gave it the attention it deserved until uh, he got uh, nominated for a Grammy for it. Mm-hmm. This was like a couple of months before he died, and this was like right after we had come out with the list weeks. And I think it was uh, I think it was Pano. Shout out Pano. It's one of Cody's friends who will definitely be on the show at some point as well. He was telling us he was like, "Oh yeah, like album of the year, victory lap." Oh, and I was got, like, "He got snubbed, absolutely." Well, that's what I mean. So I, when I saw the when I saw the listing for the Grammys, I'm like, "Okay, let me check this out." more and once i gave it like it's honest listen i was like a couple of times through i was like oh yeah this is like I, well, one i screwed up not putting it on my list and two like this is really good like there are some deep cuts on there that are just unbelievable like that double up track i love 
Yo, double up is with, unreal. With Belly and Dom Kennedy. That's oh unbelievable. God. But like Blue Aces too. Bl- oh my god. Well I was about to say like the like the more cuts that are like more uh like introspective, like Hustle Motivate. Hustle Motivate, yeah. And the Blue music Aces video too. Is yeah, 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 yeah. My favorite track on there, I tell my barber as well. Shout out Tyler, he's he's the man. Uh he loves Nipsey as well. And uh one of our favorite tracks is uh Status Symbol Three with Buddy. I love that track. Yo, that track is unbelievable too. Like, like oh, there's just so many dope cuts on there. Yeah, that's a really good album. And that's like one of the few albums where like I can actually listen to it front to back. Like a lot of albums, I just get lost at some point, and I'm kind of like, all right, next album. But mm-hmm. you know, if, if an album can keep you listening the whole time, like, and it's you long. know it's a classic, and it's long. It's not because I feel like nowadays the like the 45 minute ish mark, I feel like is the mark where like it's just kind of the sweet spot for an album. Cause like you said, a lot of us don't have that attention span, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To stay with it for an hour, hour and a half. But like, that's an album. I think the runtime is maybe like an hour, a little over an hour. That's one that just flows through and you're like, Whoa, that's it's over already. So, and those are albums, you know, like, okay. Exactly. These are, yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I, we don't have to talk about, we were, we were, we were very upset that on our Grammys, uh, review that we did a while back that we were upset that Cardi got that. That was yeah, more. Of, that I, was more of a I PR felt thing. bad and um, it's more of a PR because she had all the hits. I mean, it was a dope album. Nothing against Cardi, but like even Mac Miller as an album, that was an unbelievable project, and I felt like one of them deserved it. I would have even and been it, fine and it was with, tough. To yeah, see it that was. Happen. I would have even been fine it. with Astro World, just because of how many hits I that been, happened. I would have been. To be honest, I would have been fine with any of them, but. I just felt like Nipsey and Mac deserved it. Especially, like, yeah. none of them were bad albums. They were all no, great of course albums. Not, of course but, not. but I just think both of them had like a, an unbelievable project, and it's tough to see them go and then like. And then and they yeah. were they were that good, so young. They still had so much more. Albums Nipsey to wasn't drop. even dead. No, Nipsey wasn't even dead at that point. He hadn't died at the Grammy. He died like shortly after the Grammys too. Right. That, oh, that's true. So yeah, that's yeah. but but even so, like you see it now, you're like, oh wow, like there were two unbelievable artists in that category like they were up for album of the year right for rap and we lost those guys like mac yeah. miller had been making good music for oh my god god knows how long I unbelievable mean, a long time man in these past few years he really like took that next step i felt the musically same and way. sonically like he really was on to something with the past two albums and then it's like it's tough to see yeah oh i see completely him. agree like yeah. mac for me i think it was D- the divine feminine i think Right around there, like a good AM into Define Feminine. I think that was his where his musicality kind of like went a different way because even and then even watching movies before that had that more odd future ish sound. Yeah, and that was an incredible love that album too. Big odd future guy. Yep. But then Good AM had more like the more soulful jazzy stuff, and then it went. He flipped his on its head and went completely like almost neo soul with Divine Feminine. That's my favorite. Which is oh. so damn good. Yep. I love, love that album. Yep. I think one of those. I think it's either Good Morning for me or or Divine Feminine, probably one of the, one of his better best albums for me. Yeah. Uh, it's close. I, I think his best project, too, is um is probably Faces. Well, Faces is really good as well, yes. Not yes. an album, technically. But, technically, yeah, but, right, right, right. All right, if you want to go best project, I, I still wouldn't put Faces, but I, I, I can see the argument for it, put it that way. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with you, though, about the the move he was making but i feel the same way about nipsey as well i thought it's clear that and you know i was happy with the academy that they picked an album like nipsey's because i feel like years ago nipsey wouldn't have even been he would have been an afterthought exactly so to see to see him up there was dope was good i mean that was awesome like it felt good right because i feel like typically like i disagreed with those five albums being the best five, like I will personally, I probably at this point looking back on it, I put a kept victory lap in it. But there were better albums for me that came out in 2018 that I thought definitely should have been on there. But like, that's not what the you know the mainstream media pushes Cardi B, Travis Scott. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. It made sense to put Mac, regardless of how good Swimming was, because I did think Swimming was like maybe his most introspective album that he's had. Oh, absolutely, I mean, bro. Yeah, it's 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 just too bad to see both those guys go because they were just such good artists. Yeah, 
two people I really wanted to work with. It's, it's crazy, man. Anyway, yeah. So like, so well, we were getting, we were talking about like uh, artists that you tracks. would want. Yeah. So anybody that's dead, who all right, guys that are past, who would you want to work? So Nipsey is well, one. I would have loved to have made a track with Nipsey, Tupac, and Snoop. Wow. Like that wow. would have been like just some classic West, West Coast, like, Coast, like you would have put like, just like a yeah, you could low ride to or something. Man. Oh man, <laughs> and like uh, seen Snoop and Pac, imagine that. That would be. Oh, I wish I could do that. And then, uh, I mean, current artists that I could have track. Yeah, so like who, like your dream, like say tomorrow you get to make a track and somebody says like you, you know, you got like, like whoever, Will, yeah. yeah, you got you get three wishes, uh, Aladdin, <laughs> Will, Will Smith style, right? He pops up in your head. <laughs> I haven't right. seen the movie yet, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll definitely see the Lion King with Childish Gambino as Simba. Like, yeah, for gotta sure. Gotta see what that's all about. Yep. But regardless, anyway, not to get off on another tangent. Uh, <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, you're making a song tomorrow. You get to work with... You're producing the track. Uh-huh. So you don't, you're not working with any other producers. But you get to have any artists on this. We'll maybe limit it, limit it to like, say, five. So if you could put like someone on a hook... Up to five or something. Up to five, right. So let's do, uh, let's do a hook... Right, someone to do your hook, and then you got four verses. Who goes on? Who goes on the song? And it's like you're single, like you're single for your next project. Who goes on it? <laughs> it's pr- it probably couldn't happen, but if I could somehow reunite, no, 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 like, no, no. If any, I could, any possibility. I know, I know. If I could reunite Nas with Cormega, okay, and do Nas Cormega. All right, so those those are your two verses. I'm gonna you got put, two verses uh, left. I'm gonna Nas put Rakim on there. Okay, Rakim, I love it. And uh, the God. Let me get Jay Z too. Wow, just bars, just straight bars. So Cormega, Nas. Well, then you'd be getting Jay Z and Nas back too. So True. Be, yeah, you're just squashing yeah. endless beefs. Yeah, B Leafs is out here squashing beefs. I think that should be like and that kind of rhymes. It could be like your, <laughs> you're like your, you could send that out. Jay Z, Nas, and Cormega. <laughs> Listen, guys, I know that there's beef, but like, yo. But that would be dope yeah. for hip hop if they could all come together and yeah. just do a track and just go in on some old school like hip hop. And then have Rakim on there. And Rakim's the god, so I mean, you yeah. put Rakim on there too. It's like, yeah. It's crazy. That and who like, would you want to have there as like a, all right, if you could have like a hook, like you could get somebody to like sing a hook for you. I wouldn't even do a singing hook. I would do DJ Premier on the, on the cuts. <laughs> or Static Selecta, maybe. Something like that. That's you know? sick. Yeah. I, that, I dig that. Yep. I fuck, I, I fuck with that heavy. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, and if you were to make like more of like a mainstream, so that's like your your underground track. If you make more of like a mainstream sounding, like maybe like a radio hit, something that could go on the radio, who would you put on that? And again, you get the same amount of number. You get you get a you get a hook, and you get four artists. Who do you, who do you like? <laughs> that's a great question, man. I haven't really thought about that. Maybe like I guess um, I know you're an old school guy, but I like uh. If you were to put Brent him. Brent Fias, yeah, yeah, no that, kidding. Right? So he would be your hook one, guy. One of my, yeah. I mean, even or just even like a verse. A verse. Um, he's a good singer, man. He's not. He's 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 low key. Like people don't give him nearly as much credit he's as they real. should. He was on a bunch of Gold Link stuff. I don't know if you like Gold yep. Link. Oh, they that they that song. Um, oh yeah, they did that. Was it Crew? Or was it Crew? Was it it was, crew. was Crew. He was on Crew. He did the he did the hook on Crew. Yeah, that's not. That's a great. <laughs> one song. of my favorite tracks. And the new the new Gold Link album's good. Have you heard it? I haven't heard it. I'm slacking. Bro. I've been slacking lately on some Coke on some White shit. with Pusha T. Phenomenal. He's got a track of Tyler Creator on there. We reviewed it last the two episodes ago. We did it. We did a singles review. We did. Uh, it was Tyler Creator, Jay Prince from London, who's a very very good up and coming guy. And I, then I need to and Gold Link. More. It's a really good album. Really good. But anyway, so all right. So you got Brent Brent Fias. Who else? Um, you got four left. It's funny. I might be saying this wrong too, but uh, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, hell yeah! <laughs> is that how well, she just it? yeah yeah yeah. Yo, her voice is unreal. Like All I right. really I really mess with her music and like. So she she, she gets she gets a hook. She picks great beats, great music. Um, them two. You get three left. Let me get like these uh, are interesting. These are these are like kind of uh, off the radar a little bit. Yeah. Which is good. I'm I'm happy. I'm glad you're not like Travis Scott, Drake, <laughs> Lil Wayne. <laughs> I would love to get Drake on something, man. <laughs> um. Brent Fires, I haven't, Lipa. I haven't thought a ton about it, so it's hard to really like off the top of my head, but maybe like Joey Badass on the verse. Good. He's Good still answer. like more old school, but I would love to have him on something like more modern too. Like yep. he, he can kind of blend the genres and and, and go either way Brent with that. Brent Fires, Lipa, Joey Badass. You get two more. <laughs> two more, bro. 
I don't know. You gotta come back to me on this. Come back to you. Right. <laughs> I can't think. We can do Drake. What Drake? Maybe Drake. Yeah. We'll right. Just screw it. Get Drake on yeah. there. I didn't want to give like the the mainstream nah, ones. Nah, nah. But you, I'll do, I, I would. I would do Drake. Yeah, you're Drake. right. Fine. Yeah. I get would Drake do. On there. I, I would put Drake on there. Okay. And uh, you got one more. Come on. Uh, give me one more. There's somebody that I need to put on here, and I'm trying to think, and I'm like completely blanking right now. But one it's somebody I listen to all the time, and I'm like, wait. Why am I drawing a blank, bro? Um, come back to me. I'm gonna think of it at some point. All right, all right. Um, just hold on. Whenever you think of it, just jump back in. You're like, yo, the last artist I wanted to put on was this guy. And I'm like, all right, word. <laughs> all right, bro. Word. Okay, so we got your album, The Horizon, and I want to talk about that 100 uh-huh. because we haven't really even touched upon that at all. I want to still. It's like I said. So it's more of an old school boom bap '90s uh, style on a majority of this, but there's like some really nice. I think thought the production was really smooth, and I on most of it, and I really love what you did in terms of the instrumentals because I feel like you picked maybe two to four like instruments, and you kind of just blended them so well together, mm-hmm. and it really wasn't didn't sound like one of those things where like it wasn't overproduced. But that we had a little bit of a conversation like that. I feel like this was not overproduced. Yeah, there were no bells and whistles, but I think it was a really good thing. It was just really smooth production throughout. So like, I want to commend you for that 100. I think Appreciate I, I think it, the sim- simplicity of a lot of these beats is what actually really works in your favor because they're catchy. Mm-hmm. They stick. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like there are some beats, like for example, like the, the exclusive beat. That's that just hard. crazy, man. Like the, <laughs> the winds and the violins that you blended with that, with the with the nice bass line, like perfect. Like yep. three three elements, boom. <laughs> sounds old school. It's dark, it's haunting. But yet you have this great track that even still sounds somewhat more like modern. And then you get Millie's on here, which is a great get. By uh-huh. the way, I Appreciate thought you killed it. it. Oh yeah, and then the Planet Asia verse, which is just—I don't know any like old school hip hop fans or underground hip hop fans. Like Planet Asia, he's legit. Yo, let me interrupt with the with the, with the person I was thinking of. I go, just found go it. for it, go. Fora. No, I don't know if you know bro, Fora, but my buddy Alex, shout out Alex. My buddy Alex loves him. He's unbelievable, man. Bro, he's got a great uh, what voice. is it? Sinner Part Three. Oh, great track. That album's good. Dude, from last he, year. He's been consistently putting out amazing projects. That people aren't talking and, and about. it's just not getting the exposure. Dude, I love that list for you, by the way. Brent Fiaz, Fora, Drake, Joey Badass, Dua Lipa. What an what a, what a interesting It would be something combo. else. That would yeah, be, it would, it would be, be something. <laughs> put it that way. It would be something else. I don't know what it would be. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Uh, anyway, Millie's Planet Asia. And then Gabe Nandez, who is he? Because I liked his verse a lot too. I thought he's like his dark voice, like his gruffness of his voice on the tr- on the album, like really. He's got a very distinct voice. Very distinct. And I just found him. I was on, um, I think I was scrolling through when I saw like pigeons and plane planes posted. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So One I'm like, blocks. well, they're legit, and they they do find a lot of like up and coming people. They do. So I'm like, they do. Oh, let me take a look. And it, I forget what track it was, but it was like one of the illest tracks I've heard in a long time. And I was like, holy shit, I got to hit this kid up ASAP. I emailed him like the same day and I was like, yo, I happen to have like uh, a, a track here with, um, I think, I think at the time I had Planet Asia on it. So I sent him the well, Planet Asia. Well, this is Asia. the one, the Planet Asia one yep. with so him I on sent, it. Yeah. I sent him with Planet Asia. I'm like, you want to be on a track with Planet Asia? He's like, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> so well, that's not a hard selling point, I feel like. <laughs> uh, that album Planet Asia had with Apollo Brown is fantastic. Bro. Paulo Brown is one of the nicest producers out right now, and he's just been cooking up. Like, what Gets was the other one? He had no a, credit. He had a nice album with Rascass. And Rock Marciano, he did a little bit too, didn't he? Did he do it with uh, Rock Marciano? Might, I think he might have. He's definitely done some tracks with him. I forget if they did an album. Did they not. do an album? I forget. I can't remember either. Yeah, Rock Marciano was unbelievable. Oh my God, man. He can spit. He, he'd be somebody I think that'd be perfect I'm for. I'm trying to get him on the next project. That's sure. what I was or thinking because I feel like next, he's yeah. somebody that would be perfect for like your. Your type of your type of genre, like the, what you're trying to make, yeah, um, yeah, dude. Apollo Brown has got some good stuff. I'm trying to see if I yeah, that that, that album with, um, Anchovies with Planet Asia is fantastic. And then he worked with uh, OC, and then I'm pretty sure he produced for Odyssey too. I'm pre- I don't know Odyssey's if- fantastic. 
yo, if I can get Odyssey on a track, like Odyssey Rock Marciana would be like a an interesting track. Bro. Too different, but like still both very real. Like he did an album with Sky Zoo as well, who you Sky also have Zoo, on the album. Okay. And Raskas. So yeah, he doesn't Raskass have any one was dope. He doesn't and Locksmith was the other person. So he didn't I thought I thought he had something with Rock Marciano, apparently he doesn't. Um I think they've done a track or two at least though. Yeah. I, I believe. Yeah. Either way, I so yeah, dude, that's that's great. And then Tim Tim uh, Nihan, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I think he, so. And he's a, yeah. I forget. And he's a local. <laughs> he's a local guy. He's from around here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I met him. So I used to be in this group called the Brain Collective, and we had like a bunch of like singers and rappers, and like I rapped a little bit, not really, but but you were more. Like, I was you know more what? like you behind know just, <laughs> just doing yeah yeah just chilling and doing like behind the board stuff and like we were doing like an open mic at like. Uh, I think it was uh the wonder bar in boston okay and i just happened to meet him like at one of those shows and like he was super cool and like i saw him on stage live and i was like wow this kid's unreal no his verse is fantastic on that he pops up on, a, on your track listing a couple of times he was on two he was one of them uh was he the only person to be on two tracks or might have been two people to do two tracks but i think yeah because he was on which two tracks was he on because he was on that because he was definitely on uh, exclusive, which I love. Oh, and then the name is on Perfect as well. Paranom, yeah. Which was a good, yeah. Which was also a good, good track. Hell yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you about your intro because, by the way, I love it. I think it's fantastic the way you did this. Appreciate. I uh, basically the is the intro to the album, The Horizon, and you get samples of uh, just some 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 spoken word from Tupac, Will Smith. Steve Jobs, I think, believe Muhammad Ali sounded like the last one. Is that was it Muhammad Correct. Ali's last one? So the first one where you get Tupac, just like his his quote of him, like discussing like how he's like trying to like start a prophecy and that he's like being so young for him to start an empire, but like he believes in himself to do it. Like kind of like what we were talking about a little bit earlier. I think I think like your intro basically fits your feeling of like just go for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then Absolutely. even I think Will Smith's was like it was like a line was like I. I can create whatever I want to create, and I feel very strongly about who we are, who we choose to be. And I just felt like these were such great, just a great way to start your album, man. I just was, I was so like <laughs> impressed, and I'm like, whoa, this is like very uh, in the now, very relatable, and things that people like need to hear. And then mm-hmm. the other one was the Steve Jobs from his commencement speech, which I've even shown to my students. We did that in one of our like. Uh, um, there's like this thing we call H block and essentially it's like we try to like basically it's like I'm not intervention but like we try to like gain more like uh, positive make more positive relationships with students okay. we do like some activities that kind of that build that and one of the things we did was show them the Steve Jobs thing and even another thing he says like you know your time is limited don't waste it live in someone else's life live your own life one of the best speeches of all time oh 100% that you're like your heart and your, your intuition they know what you want to become which is like again similar with 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 Will Smith, so I just wanted to one commend you for that, and two, what kind of that. gave you the idea to like to to do that and and start <laughs> that for your album? It's actually hilarious because my first beat tape was called The Horizon, and that was back when I was like, when did I make that? I was probably like twenty uh, ish. Okay. So like <laughs> to just have that made back then, I don't know. I was just trying to think of a concept for my first beat tape, and like I think that kind of like that matched the feel of it and then when i was trying to think of a name for my album and like the theme of the album i just thought back to the horizon and how it's like such like a perfect description mm-hmm. because you can look at it from different ways like everything you want is out on the horizon if you go chase it yep type yeah. of thing and then just like the beauty of a horizon like with the sunset right oh 100 and like and you're and i just you're, thought it worked perfect no it does dude it works and then your album cover as well like Plays yeah. to that effect as well, 100%. I was so, out there in, the in California, and I just was, we were riding up Pacific Coast Highway. I just happened to snap like some pictures of the sunset, and that that, that was, was one, one of the them? pictures. Yeah, no way. Yeah, that's so cool, man. I love it. I, I love it. Death. So again, so you have uh, we've said obviously large professor Reganomics with LSI, mm-hmm. great track Raskass. You have Dark Low, Cormega, Styles P, Planet Asia, Millie's, Master Ace acrobatic you have uh terminology on here you've on cue is another on cue man people sleep on that man oh absolutely he is he's big criminally time. underrated man. criminally he's, underrated i completely agree he just gets it i can't even explain it he just he His knows how to make really good music oh he really consistently. does consistently 
It's yes. just yes. It's it's something else, man. Yeah, he's he's, he's really got a unique good. voice too. Yeah, he does. He does, and I think it's very recognizable. Yeah, like that first the first track I ever heard of his was that Feel Tall track he had from like two thousand maybe like eleven or twelve or something like that. Yeah, and I was like, because he can sing, he can rap, he's got that good inflection in his voice too, very good command. He's got that. Uh, you can just tell it's, it's very. Um, it's got a lot of like. Uh, emotion in it almost yeah you, you know what absolutely I mean? like, he pours hard into it yeah it, it seems like when i hear him sing that there's some kind of emotion and pain even pain behind it like uh like, oh, a chi- sure. like a, there's like a chip on his shoulder yeah absolutely and, and he yeah he's another guy i was so happy to hear him to be honest with you i i toy i toy back and forth my favorite tracks are either go for broke with on cue uh and this uh mike matt burton matt burton person yep Singer. He's yeah, Matt Burton's awesome. I actually discovered him through Felly. I don't know if you know Felly at all, but Felly's I know on the of come Felly. up. Yes. He, yes. He, he like it was dope seeing him early on. Like he used to just make beats and he was like mm-hmm. when he was like super young, like early in high school, like yeah, maybe yeah. like sixteen or something. Like he would do like beat making videos online and I would always like watch him. He was like super just nice with it at a young age. And then he started rapping and he worked with Matt Burton. And I just hit him up one day. I'm like, hey, man, I got this track with On Cue. Like, do you want to hop on here? And he he was game. So it worked out. I love that track, dude. And I think it's such a, it's this, it's really the first song after the uh, the intro. And I think it's just a perfect segue. And even the name of the song, like the way you sequenced it, man, is, is just, I think, phenomenal. Because it goes, you go from this horizon of like, okay, being who you want to be, taking these risks, taking these chances and like not shying away from that. And then the second, the next track is "Go for Broke," and on cue, his his, his one of his music uh, lines is like, "Gotta go for broke." That's like the chorus, and or at least the, for the first half of the track. Yep. And dude, I just I, I love this track, dude. I, I love the heavenly like atmospheric keys over that basic like drum progression. I think it's just so like sticky. Yep. Uh, the hi hats are great, and on cue's performance, as we talk about. All his performances are passionate, but I felt like he gave you a really great performance on this one. He absolutely did. He killed it, it was, man. I mean, it's such a good feeling when somebody sends you back a verse and you really passionately like enjoy listening to it. Because sometimes you get a verse from someone and you're like, eh, it was all right. Like, it, it's definitely not up to their potential. Right. But I think that happens when, like, you know, for me, like, it's my first album. No one's ever heard of Beliefs before. They don't know who that is. So they're not going to give, like, one of their best verses to that why, person. Why would, exactly. So, I mean, some people did, and I'm so humbled and honored for that. But he just got to kind of realize it's not always going to be like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have some verses from people who I couldn't put on the album just because I didn't think they were up to, like, exactly where I wanted them to be. So I'm kind of holding them off for, like, some freebies. Mm-hmm. Or just on a, on a future album or something, like an EP or something, or an EP, yeah, that, something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, Mixtape, whatever. But yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> dude. Yeah, Anku murdered. He absolutely murdered that thing, man. Like especially on the hook. He's got a just... song called Time. Okay, you gotta watch the video for that. One of the like best songs I've ever heard. Like just mm-hmm. the beat is incredible, and he just matches it so well. It's just and the and the content, man, and. And then he puts it with that music video in the city. It's just it's something else, man. You gotta, you guys gotta check that out for sure. Me, liquor, and God, unbelievable. That's song. I think my favorite song of his, mm-hmm. and I, I like a lot of his music. I think Me, liquor, and God is probably my favorite. The one. whole EP had just be- super be- passionate music that like he was just putting his soul into it and mm-hmm. beautifully, yeah. tragically flawed or whatever it's called. I think that's the that's the name I of believe, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cry Wolf is another one. It's a great track too. Yep. Of that same little EP. Yep. Uh, yeah, he, dude, he gave you a, a great verse. And then on the back half of this uh, uh, this track, you really you sw- you do the little beat switch here to some like nice melodic guitar, like a nice little guitar riff. And then Matt Burton comes in and really his singing smooth. And I just I really felt like it, he brought you again. It was a great little switch up uh, from the beat. And just another great performance, another just good overall like singing performance. And right off the bat, you you. You shy away, funny, like from the beginning of this, you shy away from the old school stuff and you give us something a little bit more cloudy, atmospheric, but, and smooth, but also it fits it. It just, it, you, it works, man. That was the plan. You know, I didn't want it to be 
an album where like it's all modern music and old school hip hop heads can't appreciate it or it's all hip hop music and you know more like younger generation can't appreciate it so i wanted to have something where no matter who you are you can find a track on there that you like probably so that was the plan and i figured it's probably better to start off with some smoother tracks with the horizon theme and kind of work my way into the old school hip hop well that's why i think it's so smart that you did this and then the following track after go for broke which by the way i i think go for broke's my favorite i i it's, it's either, probably my favorite too. The Cloth, Go For Broke are probably my two favorite tracks. And I'm, Reg- I'm, Reaganomics too. I mean, yeah. so those three are probably yeah. the biggest for me. But oh, so many of them have like a special place in my heart. It's hard to choose. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like you, maybe one day, like, maybe one song and the next day, like, maybe yep. depending upon mood. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, so I think for me, like, there's some days I listen to your album and I'm like, yeah, Go For Broke, absolutely. Like, especially late at night, I'm like, Go For Broke. But if I'm like going to the gym or something like that or whatever, and I throw an exclusive, and I'm like, "Ooh, like those, those, those freaking violins and that wind sample," just it gets me going, and I'm like, "Hell yes!" Like so, <laughs> and the Millies and kind of Asia, and like we said, talked about Gabe and Tim all bringing their things. Like I was just in on that song. So for me, that track grew on me a lot. Those two, those two for me are the ones. But the sleeper for me, believe it or not is Tropic Rain with Michael Christmas, uh, Latrell James, and, who's uh, a Boston guy, right? Yeah. Latrell is. Yep. And um, Mikey, Mikey's a Boston guy too. Oh, Mikey is as well. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Matilda... Uh, Lucas. Lucas, yes. Thank yep. you. So that's another sleeper for me, man, was so was was Michael Christmas. So Michael Christmas and I, I knew Latrell James was, but where's Michael Christmas from? I'm pretty sure he's from Boston. No kidding. I believe. Like, like, I believe. Like the like city Boston. or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no kidding. Wow. And, um. They both had great verses on that thing, by the way. Yeah. I was very excited. Yeah. It, it was cool. I mean, I've always liked Michael Christmas. He has like a funny, like cool, chill style. And I just, I thought he'd be somebody uh, awesome to work with. He Charismatic was, he was, is yeah. the best word I think I would describe with him. Like his, his verse was very, almost playful. Yeah. Upon it. Which, which is funny because... It's it, cool. Because I didn't have any of that on my album. So to get somebody it. who did, yeah. it was it was dope. Oh, I thought so too. And I think it contrasted so well with that sax sample you had. The song was just super jazzy. And it fits like... I feel like that song fits the album cover the best. Like if I was like, po- put your cover on like, you know, project it on a wall or something like that and play that song. I feel like that would be like the best song for it. Like in terms of like that vibe, I was like, ooh, this is, Tropic Rain's a killer track, man. And Matilda Lucas is really your only like singer, like like hook singing really on this whole project. Yeah. But I wanted to have more and I kind of just went with like the scratch chorus for a lot well, like of a, like a for, for the old school ones. For the old yeah. school, like with the, with the DJ scratches and things like that. But dude, yep. Matilda Lucas is maybe one of my favorite moments on the whole project. Like, who is she? I just randomly found her one day. I think I was on SoundCloud. And like, I was playing a song and then it just comes up with a related song to that and that just happened to be her. And I was like, what? She's got some pipes, man. Yeah. So how did you, did you contact her? How did you? Yeah, I just emailed her. I'm like, yo, your voice is like incredible. I got a song here with, uh, I think I already had Michael Christmas and Latrell on it, I believe. Is she from around here or no? No, she's from like, I'm pretty sure England or something. Oh, wow. And yeah, she was game and she just sent uh, she sent, sent me a chorus hook. back a few weeks later and I was like, yo, this is perfect. I thought it did go perfectly. Like, that's one of like the better, like I think more like the crossover style tracks you have on here with people that might not be as hip-hop heads or like old school hip-hop heads especially i think that's a track that people are gonna like really gravitate to because i th- just because of just how m- like melodic and groovy it, the, the the hook is and especially like the instrumental i really just you know like we talked about with michael christmas having such a charismatic verse on that thing i think it just really it played really nicely for that track yeah no that track came came together pretty well I yeah mean, and yeah, i just think latrell's very versatile too he, he's, you know, you got old school, he's got more modern, he can kind of sing. I mean, he just, he's a very versatile artist. Latrell's he's, a, he's a true artist. He really is. Yes, yes. And he I produces agree. too. So, I mean, he's got an ear for, yeah, for things. He, yeah, no, he's a guy that I, I hope, hopefully someday can like really pop. Cause like I said, we don't have a lot from this area. I mean, we have, 
We had Sammy Adams a while ago, but then he, he wasn't worth he wasn't worth the time. That was like that 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 wave, you know what I mean, of kind of like college rap. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, Latrell was one of the people to get the golden ticket for the Dreamville, um, the Dreamville sessions. No way. Uh, so I'm pretty sure it was him. Oh, that would be great. Cousin Stiz. Well, Cousin Stiz, I think is I think I think the two biggest guys from here. Truly from Boston would be Cousin Stiz, because he's uh, a Dorchester? I believe so. I think yeah. he's a Dorchester kid. I, I might be wrong about that off the top of my head. Don't quote me. But he's definitely from the Boston area. I know he's from the heart of Boston. Yep. Joyner Lucas is Worcester, but whatever, that's Mass. Yeah. Still still reps Boston, I would I would assume. Yeah, so like, those are like the two names from Mass as far as singers or rapper in the rap game. Yeah, you know, but we don't have, like Latrell would be a great, great guy to keep for people to keep pushing because I think he's got a lot of talent. He makes incredible music. I think he can get there absolutely. I think he can too. His brother's a producer too, and he actually, I think, I'm pretty sure they both got a ticket to go down there. No way. Yeah, crazy. That would be crazy if his his name popped up on the Dream, new Dreamville album. Like if he just they oh just, they're probably on production credits. That's oh that's great. I'm pretty sure yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. All right, we'll have to look out for that for sure. I'm <laughs> curious. Yeah, because I feel like Jay Cole is one of those guys. He's like helping hand of person you know what I mean like he has ascended he's a good dude man he's he one has of my ascended favorite artists. Jid. like J- have you ever listened to jid yeah oh my god he has ascended jid in ways that i didn't think well first of all i always thought when i listened to jid you know way back a couple years ago before he was signed to Dreamville, i'm like this dude's kendrick lamar like 2.0 or like he sounded like to me like a mix between like a kendrick and Lil wayne like somewhere in that threshold and i was like this dude's unbelievably talented and the fact that Dreamville was able to like grab him and ascend him, like Cole does Great that. Great signing. Even Boss too. Oh, I love dude. Boss is the most underrated of any of those guys. Yeah, I love Boss. Hoping to work with him at some point. He would be I feel like he would go really nicely with some of your with a lot of on a lot of your production. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so what's another uh we'll take another like really good great track you like on here. Like I said, I think for me, like the my favorites are exclusive, which we talked about. Uh, we talked about Tropic Rain, Go for Broke. Uh, I like Seaside a bit with Taya Bali. Yeah, man. Taya Bali is a pretty Show cool. Taya Bali, man. He he, uh, he came through with a dope verse. I really like that track. He was one of the original like first people I got on the album, and he yeah he he really he's got a nice vibe, man. He does. I I, I dig him pretty pretty. Heavy. I've been listening to him for a minute since like Keystone State of Mind, like way Heck back. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, man. And yeah, it's, it's dope to see him still pushing and still going, man. He's, yeah. He just dropped a, an amazing song, Golden Goose. You showed produced me. Produced by DJ Grumble. Um, shout out DJ Grumble, man. I'm pretty sure he produced that one. And Grumble's from, um, he's not from around here, but he actually lived out here. I think he was like going to school out here. No way. And he, I think he's like arguably one of the nicest producers out right now. And people don't really know him. Um, he worked with Ari Lennox on Dream uh, Dreamville. No shit. He produced a few tracks for her. That album saw um, Shea Butter Baby and yeah. all that. Yep, yep, yep. He, I'm pretty sure he produced... Um, the Jid track? Was it Backseat from Ari Lennox from back in the day? He produced like one of her oh, first like main from tracks. from Revenge of the Dreamers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With, with um, oh my God, who else was on that track, I, Backseat, I'm pretty sure with it was her? CJ Grumble. I could be wrong. That's too funny. No small world. That's crazy. Yeah, no, Tia Bali, I used to listen. It's just so funny when I, like I said, when I got your, your track listing, I couldn't I couldn't even believe it. It's And it's funny to me, even the Raekwon and uh, the Raekwon Skyzoo track is nice too. Uh, and Flawless. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. Yo, that, yeah, I had to make the beat on that around Raekwon's uh, acapella. And that one was giving me trouble for a minute. I had a few different beats laid out for that, for that verse. And like, the first few, I'm like, ah, I, I can't. They just don't sound right. They're not blending. Something's fucked up. And I just thank God I ended up making the one that I ended up using because I think it fit the, the vocals perfect. I thought so, too. I thought so, too. And Skyzoo gave you, he's another one, like another one of those underground guys that, I mean, he worked with Apollo Brown as well. He's got a, an album with him, too. And like, yeah. so they're they're like, you know, if, if you're in that scene, like, these are dudes you know. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. if you're in the underground rap scene, old school sounding rap scene, these are just automatically like, oh yeah, Skyzoo, Raekwon, whatever. I liked the Styles P track as well. I thought that was another solid one. But you can tell, I th- I thought you could tell, coming back to your other point, of a guy like Onkyu coming in and giving you the passionate, unbelievable thing. Like, I'm not, I wasn't say I was like, disengaged or disappointed necessarily with Styles P's well, verse. So but. it was Styles P that another one that I didn't get 
that I got the acapella for, so right, I had to right. make a beat around it. Sure. So, sure. so I mean, yeah, it could have been better. If it was written to it, it would have been a it could have been right. tighter or something. Yeah. But I mean, that's my fault, you know. So no, no, I no, still no, think, no. I still I, think it, I still think it, it worked out. In the no, end. of course, I think so too. But it could have been it could have been a little bit different, you know. But yeah. No, I mean for sure. Uh, and then terminology. He's that on... track is crazy, man. Dude, Master Ace and Term on that Dude. is like. I was actually listening to that on the way home to meet you after Hell camp. Yeah. Uh, back here, yeah, I was listening to that track. That track's freaking killer, man. Terminology it, drops hell. I think he might be one of your highlights on this whole project absolutely. too with On Cue. Yeah, shout me. out to him. He's a good ass dude. He uh, he definitely like, hit me with some advice, and he's just like a real nice, like good person and shit. I'm trying to get him on the next album too. So that's so cool that you got Hopefully. that you like have a good relationship with guys like Cormega and Terminology. I think that's like super, I think that's gonna be really. Great for you going forward, man. I, it's super humbling. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah, blessing to like. It's really cool. Yeah, like, for yeah. sure. <laughs> so if you could pick like I don't know three of your favorite tracks from here, from your album, that um, so go for broke sounds like it probably be one. Go for broke, the cloth, Reaganomics. Those are probably the three. Okay. And then flawless is probably like a close fourth. Like on that like fringe. Yeah. 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 I would. I would. Agree. For me, I think it would be go for broke, tropic rain. An exclusive, but again, that's just more based on like, cause I have more of like that. Like I said, Outcast was like my first. I like the old school stuff too. Don't, don't get me wrong, but yeah, Outcast, the jazzy, sample based stuff. Cause I grew up on, you know, College Dropout, Speaker Box Love Below, like my two most played albums growing up. Hell and yeah, that jazzy soulful stuff is really like more tends to my ear. Yeah, and. Yet though I still am in because it's funny like you like you when we talked you were like when we first initially talked and I was hitting you up and I was like dude I cannot believe you have on cue L's I always be you're like I didn't even think you'd know who these people are so like well, good that's for a you thing. <laughs> growing up in the suburbs man like a lot of people wouldn't even know three quarters of the people on the album like right people just listen to whatever's out there on the radio and like maybe they dig a little bit for like some more well-known artists but you know a lot of people aren't listening to hip-hop like that no it's no sad, so this was it is sad but i think you have an album here that could really break some some waves with that and gives it more of a, that old school feel and then all but as well as the modern and you got a lot of a lot of wiggle room a lot of guests on here man like i think it's great that you had a nice mix of some local lower you know people like people that you know people don't really don't know as well of that are maybe on the up and coming and then also like these heavy hitters too so i think you just a that was perfect the blend it was yeah. a perfect blend man that was definitely the plan i mean it's it's dope to be able to give people who are still on the come up like if you can give them a boost a little bit and kind of get their name out there i mean that's just a dope thing to do yeah and, and more, more more people need to do it and especially people who already make it, like you got to look out for the people who are on the come up who deserve a chance. Like mm-hmm. I hate when like people like make it big and they never promote any up and coming artists. Yeah, yeah. It's like what are you doing, bro? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but again, man, like you're doing some really great stuff, and we're again, we're so happy to have you here on the show, uh, guys. It. So people, check out uh, B Leafs. Uh, he's B underscore Leafs on Instagram. His album, The Horizon, is on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. Can you find it on YouTube as well? YouTube, Apple Music. Apple Music, all that stuff. Yep. Uh, go check him, uh, Check out this album, The Horizon. Uh, we'll definitely have it on our Instagram as well. That's at Turntable Teachers. We will surely have it uh, posted there. Uh, the link will be in the description of this episode. So definitely go listen to the album. It's 15 tracks, roughly 52 minutes. So if you're a hip-hop fan, even if you're not, Give this thing a spin and really check it out and stay with it. I mean, it's 50 minutes of your time, and I think I, I believe that you will walk away with something that you, you really like from it. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy to have you here, man. This was, this was really dope. Uh, before you go, I want to ask you quick. So what what is on the horizon <laughs> no pun intended for, for what is on the horizon for B Leafs. So I know uh, you kind of you kind of hinted a little bit that you have some new music coming. So for the people that end up checking out your stuff and uh, and, and, and like it, what can we expect from you coming going forward? I know maybe you don't want to talk too too much, but I don't uh, want to get too into specifics. That's fine. Um, can we hear I'm more music? Two, from you I'm going to have year? two albums um, that I'm working on at the moment. Okay. So the more modern one will come out first and the more old school boom bap. So these ones are going to be, you know, one or the other. 
Got it. So the more modern one will be out hopefully this year, maybe early next year. Okay. But we'll have to see how things go and how things kind of come together. You, you never yeah. know, but that, you know the plan would be end of this year, get some singles out in the fall, maybe end of summer if if time permits. But uh, that's probably going to be a shorter album, probably ten tracks, um, a mixture of like rapping and singing. I'm trying to get more singers on that one. As far as features go for that one, so far I have Kasky. Okay. Um, I think Kasky. Correct. I listened to like in more like an electronic EDM. I think the song was like Us or something like that. Is that? Am I thinking of the right? Uh, I don't person? know. He signed to Birdman. Oh, oh okay. Um, something, something completely different. Then never mind. He's he's dope. He's really something else. He signed with Birdman. One my, yeah, one of okay, my, one of my favorite rappers. So it's gonna be oh, dope okay. to have him on there. Cool. Um, and then like a lot of like local people and up and coming cats like trying to get another couple like uh, well known features on there. So it'll be more, you know, showcasing like up and coming people on that album in in general. But but I mean, trying like to I mix said, it up. Yeah, no, but that's good. And I, like I said, I think you've done a really nice job with this Horizon album of mixing perfectly that like some guys that you know not people as many people know about. And then like we said, like well, some of these more heavy hitter like yep. underground guys that get you know millions of streams. I dude, I, I'm again, I'm, I'm happy that you're you're seeing some success and seeing some things. And I hope like it's nothing but positive direction for you going forward. And I, and I, I think it will. And I, I'm really excited to uh, see what you have on the horizon, man. Appreciate no, again, that no brother. Absolutely. <laughs> Appreciate you having me, man. It's been a blessing to just be able to tell my story and uh, yeah, I hope everybody takes a listen and you know, if you have any questions or if, if you need anything, DM me, man, let me know yeah. if anybody ever has any inquiries or, you know, just has anything good to say. I love hearing feedback from the fans. And if there's any artists you want me to work with, you know, let me know. Yeah. So that's again, so that's B <laughs> underscore Leafs on Instagram. Again, his, uh, his new album that came out in February, just a couple months ago, the horizon again, available on Apple music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google play all anywhere where you stream music, You'll be able to find it. Just search B Leafs. Uh, that's leaf like a tree. And uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, this was a cool because uh, I think uh, going forward, so throughout the rest of the summer, we're going to have some episodes where Cody and I or or either or of us, we're going to jump on and we're going to give you guys um, some very focused playlists. And so I think one of my new uh, episodes I'm going to have coming out, and again, we're going to give you guys a little bit more details with that. The new segment's called Tutoring Sessions With, and it'll be with either myself or uh, or Cody. On one of my next tutoring sessions, I'm going to do an underground uh, rap playlists for its, with, with, with around 20 tracks that I'll, I'll get on here, I'll talk about. So that'll be kind of linked with this with this episode. And I'll, I'll definitely end up throwing a, a Beliefs track on that. I think I have exclusive on that one for people. Hey, not appreciate To, to it, give bro. the exclusive for that one. <laughs> so I have that. That playlist will be coming out very soon. We'll also make a playlist with Beliefs' music. That'll be on uh, That'll be on Apple and Spotify as well. But, you know, just just go check out his pitch. Go see what's good. Appreciate you having me, Beliefs. bro. It's been real, brother. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. My man. My man. My man. Well, I'd love to have you on again really soon. Absolutely. Especially when the next album drops, the single or whatever. Oh, for sure. Or just even just chat about more underground music. It was really cool to talk, like, as I talked to you about Nipsey Hussle and and Mac Miller and, like, and then, you know, like, Biggie, like, all, basically all our, like, our conversations really, it was cool. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. I'm I'm always around, man. Let me know. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. So that was Beliefs. Again, check out his stuff. And uh, until next time, I'm Mike from the Turntable Teachers, and class is dismissed.